everyone, and welcome back to Just For a Podcast, a High School Musical, the musical, the series podcast hosted by me, Ivy. And me, Lauren. It's been a few weeks. We got some to catch up on. What have you been doing? Um, listening to the Aces' new album, Nonstop. Yes. And I just restarted Stranger Things yesterday. At what rewatches this? Oh, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. I honestly couldn't tell you. But, yeah, so I finished the first season yesterday. I'm on, like, episode four of the second. I have been covering people at work nonstop because I'm saving up money for Greece and my birthday. And just yes. fi- just figured out that I have to work all day on my birthday because I realized it was a Wednesday. Ah, uh, I had to do that this year, so it's okay. I think I had a twelve-hour shift on my birthday. Yeah, I work my doubles on Wednesdays, and my birthday's on a Wednesday, so I was like, oh, fantastic. It's okay. We'll be celebrating for a whole week, so just don't think about that. Heck yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah, I may work all day on my birthday, but. Honestly, with it being on a Wednesday, I probably wouldn't have done much. Done much. Yeah, it's anyway. just a day. Yeah. Oh well. What are we covering this week, Lauren? <laughs> oh man, guys! To this week, we're doing Teen Beach Two from 2015. This was something else. So I just watched it literally right before I called Ivy on Skype. And <laughs> earlier, I texted her and was like, "Pretty sure I've never seen this movie." <laughs> And I can guarantee y'all I haven't seen it since 2015 when it came out. Which, honestly, it didn't feel that new. I didn't know... Like, as recent as 2015? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, so we've basically been dreading doing this for, like, (laughs) this whole time we've been doing sequels. And so my expectations were really low. And I think that's why I was like, okay, this wasn't too bad. But again, it's because the bar was just, like, below the ground. I also don't think it was as bad as I thought it was going to be. But it moved so quickly. Yeah. And just so many things happening. Yeah. So, a synopsis of the movie, Team Beach 2... Months after Mac and Brady returned from a summer adventure that transported them into 1960s beach party movie, Wet Side Story, they receive a surprise real-world visit from their newfound coastal compadres. Knowing firsthand that the real world and the movie world don't mix, the gang must quickly devise a plan to get everyone back to their movie world before curtains close. All right. What's your first note? How they've only been... Dating for three months. Three months? My first note says, I literally want Ross Lynch to give me a Christmas lit dinner. Okay, yeah, that was really cute. And then it says, they've only known each other for three months, question mark. I I mean, it is a honeymoon stage, I guess, so. Yeah. Cute anniversary dinner, though. Yeah. And so they watched the movie What Side Story that they got stuck in in the first movie. And we jump right in to the first song, Best Summer Ever. It's been the best summer ever. Feels a waste, 
is when I wrote, I legit don't remember this. Have I even seen this movie? And then I texted you. I would hate to be the girl covered in sand in this song. Ooh. I would never agree to that. No. And then I said them doing the choreography along with the movie and singing is me watching High School Musical. I mean, I literally wrote, we're Mac and Brady doing choreo alongside the movie. Like, right in front of the screen. Like, look at me, Mom. Oh my god, you guys, I finally learned the work this out foot stuff. Did you post that on our story? No, I didn't. I should, though. You should. It took me a couple hours, but I got it. I was receiving the snaps. (laughs) It took me a hot minute, that's for sure. My next note just says, Night swimming makes me think of Soul Surfer. Ugh. My next note is bye-bye necklace. (laughs) Yeah. Mac loses her necklace in the ocean when they go night surfing. The necklace that Layla gave her in the first movie. The magical necklace. Mac and Brady's school is starting and they act like they're going to die without each other at school. Yeah. Because they come from two different worlds. I hate the way they said, we've only known each other in the summer. That, <laughs> I'm not even going to dig into that. Me, when I see a cute person on vacation and they're more attractive because I know I'm never going to see them again. I felt that. I felt that deep. <laughs> We've only known each other over summer. <laughs> I hate, like, I don't hate it, but just the surfer talk. What's, what's Brady's friend's name? I don't know. I really, Him. I really don't. I, I don't think they ever say it, but I'm just like... Let me look at it. My mind goes blank when they do surfer talk. Oh, I didn't know Mac's friend's name the whole movie either. Her name's Alyssa. I knew that because I looked it up yesterday because she looked familiar. I only knew it because I had subtitles on. Oh, yeah. You do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, his friend's name is... Is this the friend? Hold on. Devin? No. Maybe. I couldn't tell you. I'm thinking it's Devin. Hold on. Let me look at this dude. Yeah, it's Devin. Okay. Oh, man, I have to remember that. I wrote, but anyways, I wrote that I, like, I never need Ross Lynch to yell with his tongue out ever again. Please, Ross. Keep that in. That was frightening. I'm, like, totally Mac when I was in high school with all the clubs and study groups and stuff. So, like, this is, like, watching myself on screen. And Brady's friend being completely sexist. We don't stand Devin. He kept calling her, what was it, a beach babe? Beach beach bunny. Beach bunny. Ew. No, he was saying little beach bunny. I don't like that at all. Me neither. But her name is Mac. But yeah, we get that typical smart girl in high school versus surfer boy who just wants to surf all day. Two different worlds, like you said. And then our man's walks in. Mac is protesting. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, our man's does walk in. Mr. Ross Butler. Who I completely, absolutely did not know was in this movie. Me neither. I texted you that, too, when I was watching one of the Netflix kings. But that hair was a no. But oh. I guess that was 2015 hair. No. That was a no. no. That was a no even then. 
It's, He's still hot, though. It looks like a helmet. I have a video of him saying hi to me because my cousin ran into him at a bar once. Have I rem- said that to you? Yes, I remember that. <laughs> I watched that. I when think I'm it was down. when we were discussing, we were talking about To All the Boys. To All the Boys. Once. Which Lauren and I are going to the third movie premiere one yeah, way or another. Camping out. Honestly, Jenny Han, I love you. Invite me, please. I saw people comparing to all the boys to the kissing booth. Oh, no, no, no. Because they just announced a kissing booth three and to all the boys is having its third movie. And everyone was like, why do they both need a third? And I'm like, to all the boys had three books. That's why that's getting a third. People, the kissing booth. Didn't even need a second. I haven't even seen the first. And I don't want to. I saw them both once. And I'm never going to watch it. Did the second one just come out? Yeah. Friday. I was like, I'm pretty sure my sisters were watching it. It's not good. I have absolutely no desire to watch. So I will never. I watched the first one once and it was horrible. But I was invested enough that I wanted to know what happened in the second one. And then I watched it, and the love triangle boy literally just looks like the Latino version of Jacob Elordi. Really? I haven't even seen any photos, but also I haven't been scrolling, so. Deadass just looks like the Latino version of that man. Who's cuter, though? Oh, the one that's not Jacob Elordi. Nice. Sorry, Zendaya. You can have your mans. You can have Jacob. Give me Tom Holland. Oh, uh, we find out that Brady's designing a surfboard. And when Ross Butler comes in and Mac's friend Alyssa is flirting with him and Mac is kind of interested in whatever he's talking about, Brady's getting jealous. Then they talk about college. Brady proposes his idea for the Save the Beach dance to be a wet side story. <laughs> a wet side story say that five times fast that's not easy to nope. say a wet side story themed dance where everyone dresses up in costume and they project the movie on the beach and Max says I don't think everybody likes this movie as much as you do Max like keep it down Brady <laughs> me talking Dial about me talking about 2003 Peter Pan I think we should <laughs> I think we should play this soundtrack at full volume with no words just so people can hear it and <laughs> Lauren I don't think everyone likes that as much as you do <laughs> I told you I, I feel like I'm mad <laughs> don't make me Brady <laughs> you are in this situation ma'am <laughs> So Brady's back at his at-home workshop shack thing. He's watching the movie again, right? Yeah, the movie's playing again. I said, I feel like this outdoor computer is not a good idea. <laughs> I wrote, I do love the cheesiness of the movie. Like, it's it's so bad that it's funny. Oh, yeah. In the movie world, Layla is getting tired of doing the same thing over and over, especially now that she met Mac, and Mac told her that she can do basically anything she wants. 
Mm-hmm. Brady forgets about the college fair and has to throw together an outfit at the last minute, and he looks horrendous. Yeah. He should have just stuck with that white shirt. He didn't, yeah, he didn't have to put the tie on. He could have just worn the no. white shirt. Yeah. He looks like my dad on Jeopardy in his Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> I love your dad. <laughs> For anyone that didn't know, I don't know if I've mentioned this on here or not. I don't think I have. I don't think you have. Uh, my dad was on Jeopardy in November of 2017. It had been his on his bucket Three? list. It had been his goal for 15 years. He finally found out he was going to be on the show when I got my wisdom teeth out. <laughs> and he got the call. We live in Indiana, so the cell service out here is very spotty. He got the call as he was driving, and... The woman was cutting in and out, and he just said, hold on, I'm going over a hill. And and then he was like, I'm here, I'm here, and had to pull off on the side of the road for her to tell him that he was going to be on the show. And he was going to call my mom because he was going to band practice, and my mom didn't answer because my mom was driving my nanny and papa around on a ride. So he (laughs) called me at home. With my wisdom teeth out on the couch, dying. And he called, and I just said, what? (laughs) And he was like, no, I was not having it. And he was like, I just got a call from California. And I slammed the freaking recliner shut, and I stood up, and I went, what? And when I yelled, I think I popped a stitch in my mouth still to this day, to be honest, because it hurt really freaking bad. But I started sobbing on the phone because I was so happy for my dad. And as I'm sobbing on the phone, my sister gets home and she thought someone died because I was crying so much. But long story short, he uh, was on Jeopardy, and my dad basically only wears Hawaiian shirts. He doesn't really own solid-colored clothing, and he wore his Hawaiian shirts on Jeopardy, got roasted on Twitter for it quite a bit, but he basically just got known as Jeopardy Hawaiian shirt guy. Yep. (laughs) And that's this ugly shirt that Brady's wearing. (laughs) <laughs> my the funniest part of this movie for me is the drama when Brady rolls up in the rain and he's standing there getting rained on and the shot is just so funny because it's like looking down on him. And it's because Mac is talking to what was Ross Butler's character's name? Spencer. Yeah, Mac is just talking to Spencer and some college woman, and Brady sees her talking, and he shows up late, and he's upset with her. I know. Like, Brady. You were the one that was late. And then it just goes zero to a hundred with their fight. Oh, yeah. They full on are screaming at each other. I wrote down in quotation marks because I just laughed at it. We used to tell each other everything. Keep in mind, y'all have known each other for three months. Three months. (laughs) 
We used to tell each other everything our whole life. God. And so this fight blows up and they break up and good old Ross Lynch heads back to his beach shack bedroom whatever and sings on my own. And he somehow just has this entire home studio set up. He has every piece of equipment that he needs to record this song. And Mm -hmm. it never is mentioned why he's recording music. It's never mentioned that he likes music, that he wants to put out music. Uh, Yeah. But he has a full studio. (laughs) Guess it's just a hobby. It's just Ross Lynch. They really just filmed Ross Lynch backstage and they were like, we need to, we need to put this in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, can you bring your, like, home studio real quick? Back in the movie, Layla is completely done with everything. Yeah, Layla is inspired by Mac, so she's doing whatever the heck she wants. Yeah, she really misses Mac because they love each other. And (laughs) I texted Lauren at one point last night, and I said, no one in this movie is straight. (laughs) No. And she said... What did I say? You said, we've been new. Yep. And I said, I know, but this one is gayer. True that. Uh, they use Mac's necklace and go back in the ocean, and that's Layla and Tanner, because Layla wants to see Mac and wants to try new things, so they go in the ocean. This is when I wrote that I hate the continuity error of this movie in the first movie. With what? Because in the first movie... Everyone from Wet Side Story shows up on the beach at one time. Oh, at the end? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At the very end. And then in this, they show up at different times, and Mac and Brady are there, and it's just a big continuity error. They're like, these kids won't remember. (laughs) We did, Disney. We did. Can we take a moment to just talk about how good Garrett is playing Tanner? Oh, it cracks me up. When he's like, talking to Siri, nuance is amazing. He looks like a human Ken doll. Yeah. <laughs> when he's talking to Siri, it cracks me up. Oh yeah, the whole phone thing. I like when he he has the iPhone and he's like, it's a little like small size me or something, and then he has the iPad and he goes, medium it's a medium size me. <laughs> Oh, man, he's so funny. So Layla and Tanner see Mac and Brady, and they're all excited. And the Mac and Brady are like, wait, why the heck are you here? And Layla... I do like when they're reunited, and they're all, like, hitting each other and stuff. Yeah. And then Layla and Tanner were like, oh, my God, this is great. And so they sing the song, Right Where I Want to Be. That arm choreo. 
It's so bad. They do it like 50 times in one scene. I said Layla leads the women's march. Oh, truly. Oh my god, this is where I wrote. I like when Anna goes, Go ahead. the future, like it's already tomorrow, today. <laughs> yeah, because I so can't funny. really... Because the problem being with Layla and Tanner in the real world is Mac and Brady can't explain to them that they're in a movie. <laughs> that they're, like, literally not real. Yeah, they're not real people. This... Imagine someone telling you that. <laughs> We're all in a simulation. I'd be like, bring me back to my movie then. <laughs> this is when I wrote, that's the silver man from Minutemen. They exist in the same universe. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Speaking of older decoms such as Minutemen, one of my favorite of all time, we all know this, Phantom of the Megaplex. Oof. Jacob Smith from Phantom of the Megaplex and Cheaper by the Dozen, my childhood crush, I unfortunately found out over the weekend, is a Trump supporter. <gasps> you didn't tell me that, or did you? I told Sarah McCoy. Wow. That is just heartbreaking the disappointment that went across me as i just truly my heart kind of just dropped a little i was so sad because i was honestly thinking about dming him to do a phantom episode on here not anymore and i was like no sir (laughs) no sir (laughs) but that's completely unrelated to this movie um (laughs) it's okay we we've Ma'am, the Martian that you just spoke. Oh, sorry. I said it's okay. We've already gone on 20 tangents so far. Yeah, it's fine. So, Layla, I need something else to talk about because this episode's going to be hella short. Yeah. I Like I said, this movie moves so quick. It does. We get, we get, so they split up. Tana goes to Brady's. Layla goes to Max. They're trying to, what, like, normalize them? Yeah, to get them ready to go to school. I like how we get this whole segment of Layla magically changing, and then it just goes to Tanner, and Brady's literally like, just don't say where you're from. And that's it for for Tanner. (laughs) I wrote that these 60s fits on Layla are great. Yes. That first one with the fringe. I like that one. Honestly, I like all of them. The one with the hat. The one where she looked like Jackie Kennedy. Still cute. That's li- how my mom dresses. I literally just wrote in all caps, Jackie O. I like, oh my god, when Tanner's sliding down the pole. That's, how, is how this, did they not crack up? Is this so Shaq much? his bedroom? It's. Remember he said it's his workshop slash like something like chill out space. Then why does he have full-on, like, dresser drawers? Oh, wait, but you're right. He has, like, dresser drawers. Yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> and his mom comes out there later on to, like, say something. I don't know. This is when we're back in the movie, and Layla and Tanner are missing, so everybody else in the movie doesn't know what to do. And they tell Chi-Chi to sing, I love Chi-Chi. I love this scene. Chi-Chi is one of my favorite characters, honestly. She's so funny. And the hair? So we get Chi-Chi's version featuring Seacat, Jordan Fisher of Fallen For Ya. Now I'm 
I love you, Jordan Fisher. When he started singing, uh, yes, I just wrote in all caps, Jordan Fisher, yes, sir. Wow, him and Ross were in a movie I together. Just Jordan Bef- Fisher, that voice. Him and uh, Ross Butler were in a movie together before To All the Boys. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about didn't that. Didn't even realize that. I don't think they have any scenes to get. Do they? Oh, they do Um, the number at the end together. Wait. But they're not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could totally see. I'm getting ahead. We're getting ahead. But you could totally see Ross dancing because he's so tall. Yes. <laughs> uh, I said I'm glad that this movie cast movie as in West Side Story, not in the movie in general, is so diverse for the 60s that they didn't let that hold them back to just have basically an all-white cast because there were black bikers, black surfers, there were some Asian surfers. So We'd love to see. Go for them on that. Garrett is sweating in this hallway scene when he gets to the school. (laughs) Did you see that? No. He, when they did, they did kind of a pan shot of, like, down to his feet and up to his face as he was walking in the hallway, and he's wearing a white shirt, and it, literally, his sweat has it, like, stuck to him. I didn't see that. I didn't notice that. (laughs) I was like, oh, I guess it's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I looked it up. They filmed it in, like, Puerto Rico, right? Because I think this is where the high school, that high school set. I believe so. Tanner meets Brady's friend, Devin, apparently. Um, and they're, he compliments his dreads. Dolph from Iceland. I wrote that down. That's what Brady says Tanner is, right? Yeah. Layla. And then the handshake thing. Oh, my God. A mess. Truly. Layla is loving her classes. She was in marine biology and completely understood everything. She's. I love her. I'm Layla when she, when she bumps into Ross, and she literally just goes, "You are so cute." Yeah. <laughs> like, fact. Is this was it Ross um, that said, oh, "Catch you later." Yeah. He said, "Yeah." So Spencer tells Layla and Mac, "Catch you later," and Layla says, "Hope you have a really big glove." That's me too. Awkwardly <laughs> flirting. <laughs> That would be me with the Ross in front of me and just saying the dumbest thing ever. The next scene is at lunch, and Tanner and Layla are getting their food. Layla has a literal half-brown apple. Ugh, gross. And all the people are separated at lunch by groups. There's a goth table, there's a jock table, a nerd table... And this is when I wrote that this reminds me of the Bratz lunch table separation. Oh my gosh, yes. And then I, I just wrote Mean Girl status. And then I just really wanted to watch Bratz, which I ended up watching after this last night. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's on Netflix. I have it on DVD too, though. Mm-hmm. You want to know something so messed up about Bratz that I literally realized last night, though? Duh. Okay, so you know Yasmin's younger brother, the one with the weird hair? You know how he's flirting with Meredith's little sister? Chelsea Staub's character's little sister? Yes, yes, yes. He's in high school. Her character's supposed to be 11. Oh, heck no. What writers made this decision? Yeah, who allowed that? Because I already thought it was weird 
looking at it. And then at Meredith's birthday party, after the girls do their little clown makeover thing, which when I was younger, most iconic thing ever. (laughs) But the little sister walks up to them and she still looks like some crazy clown. And she says, I've been putting up with her every day for 11 years. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This freshman in high school is flirting with an 11-year-old. Not okay. But Layla and Tanner decide that everybody's mean and... (laughs) The tangents! (laughs) The tangents that are going on in my brain right now, I'm very sorry, but I discovered that last night and it was real messed up. Also, like, did anyone in Bratz, other than the main people, ever do anything? No. And the singing voice that they gave Yasmin and um, <laughs> that actually was so obvious was not her. Goodness. That was so bad. Open eyes. <laughs> um, but Layla and Tanner want everybody to be friends, so they sing the song Twist Your Frown Upside Down. Mac and Brady just go along with it. Yeah, and they tell everybody else, you're not going to be able to stop it. Just sing. My favorite thing about DCOMs is like, or at least the more modern ones, I always notice So You Think You Could Dance alumni. Like one of my favorites, Kayla, was in here, and I was like, I'm pretty sure like Kent and Molly were just like, let's just get everyone from So You Think You Could Dance in this movie. like, hey, everybody, you want to do this? (laughs) They do have a lot of dancing in this one. Well, I guess all of them. The part in this song where someone's at the end of the table and won't smile and everyone's, like, staring at them. I said it looks like that one sorority house video. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the, the people have tweeted and they're like, this is what you see at the gates of hell. And you uh, open yeah. the door and everyone's <laughs> like, whee! And they're like... <laughs> <laughs> The movie characters in Wet Side Story are disappearing. So far, it's just the background people. Mm-hmm. We still got the mains. Uh, Brady's friend tells Tanner that he wants him to be in his beachside band and that he plays a wicked didgeridoo. And then the noise he made, I don't think this man knows what a didgeridoo is. <laughs> he was like... Devin probably does not. He went bop to bop 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 Wait, that's not. And I was like, a didgeridoo goes like, because I saw a man play a didgeridoo in a tree in Australia. Ivy knows it from personal experience, Devin. I like when Tanner is just running beside the skateboard. Uh, Tanner goes back to Brady's and he tells Brady that he's sad that he's not enough for Layla. They're having a heart-to-heart bro talk. Yeah, and Brady is designing a surfboard that doesn't need waves. Okay. Layla turns into wearing normal clothing at Mac's house, so we find out that she's becoming more adjusted to the real world. Yep. 
Tanner. I also have a girl talk. Oh, we didn't make Tanner gets wet. I wrote that here. Oh, yeah. I think that's after, that's after the girl talk, right? After he dances with the cake by the ocean blow up girl. <laughs> this was the point in the movie that I st- it start to lost me. So it start to lost me. Uh, <laughs> Can you talk today? Nope. Because I wrote Tanner Gets Wet because when they arrived, there was a little funny bit where they were running under a beachside shower and they weren't getting wet, like in the movie. But now he is getting wet, and Brady and Mac are trying to convince them to go back into their movie, and they sing the song Silver Screen. color blue and the waves so miss a cue not a hair is out of place every line's a perfect take you gotta play the scene up on the silver screen yeah well they tell them that they're not from the movie finally yeah they finally tell them that they're characters and layla says no i'm done being in a movie I did like that song, though. I, I, I would want to see the behind-the-scenes of that. There was a lot going on. This is when I got bored and I drew that thing in my notebook. Yeah. <laughs> it was this song. The necklace shows back up in Wet Side Story, and Mac and Brady are looking for it, and they're fighting, and the movie characters decide that they're going to take it and go into the ocean and I just wrote that I hate wet clothes and wet jeans are honestly the worst. Yeah. Ugh. My order goes wet jeans are the worst. Wet socks. Wet socks and wet underwear. Oh, yeah. Like, those no, are the no. three tops for me. I agree. So the rest of the movie crew show up in the real world now. <laughs> and they discover that without the stars, Layla and Tanner, there is no movie. So that's why everyone's disappearing. And Layla selflessly gives up what she wants to go save them. And this is when I said this movie was really moving really fast, because I was like, they just got here, and now they're just going back. Exactly. Like, honestly, just one guy could have came and said, this is what's up, so Yeah, everyone back. showed up. Yeah. So they go back home. They're having the dance in the last bit here. Then your girl song's playing at the dance. These jellyfish lanterns are super cool. Oh, yeah. Like, what kind of budget for a school dance? I wrote, I said this in a Twitter thread the other day when I was, what movie was I live tweeting? Twilight. I said, Ah, schools have so, schools try to act like they have themes for dances. But (laughs) aside from something like Under the Sea, every theme looks the same. Yeah. It's Like, like... It's hard to fully commit to follow the theme. Yeah, it's like a night under the stars, a night to remember. It all looks the same. Yeah. It's just white and lights. Yeah, just like pretty. Uh, Yes, as Lauren said, there's a Sabrina Carpenter song playing here. A new song of hers just came out the other day because she is in a movie with Mr. Jordan Fisher coming out on August 7th called Work It on Netflix. Everyone should watch it. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's 
Liza, Koshi, Sabrina, Jordan Fisher, Keenan Lonsdale. Oh my god, Keenan. Yeah. I love that. I love Keenan. I'm trying to remember if anybody else is in it off the top of my head. I'll look it up. I didn't know that. Yeah. Was Ross Butler's character dances with Alyssa. Then the the cast makes a very dramatic entrance is through this, the shark's mouth. Is this dance formal or not? Because the girls are wearing nice dresses, and then the guys are not formal. Well, wasn't Ross wearing something kind of nice? Probably. I feel like it was just Brady who literally was in, like, a t-shirt and a jacket. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the cast of the movie makes their grand entrance, and they say that they were not going to go back home without fixing Mac and Brady because they were in a fight, and they were like, you all can't keep fighting, but I was like, no, you came back because you're in love with her. (laughs) Yeah, as you said, they hype Brady up. Yeah, they hype Brady up. Tanner tells him he has to get a thing called confidence, and it's spelled K-O-N-fidence. Fidence. That's I think that, that line is when I wrote everyone in this movie is gay in my notebook. <laughs> is that when you texted me? Yeah, whenever he's hyping up Brady and then like Layla's hyping up Mac, I was like, but you're in love with each other. And then we get a Grease inspired number. It totally gave me Grease vibes. Yes, gotta be me. I love this choreo so much. Yeah, so this is, I wrote, I remember this scene. So I'm pretty sure, like, Disney Channel was playing it. Okay, good. I was going to say, because this is the one song that I specifically remember, and the number. Yeah. and I also wrote, Amaya is so pretty, and is also my leg goals. Oh, yeah. Her legs are insane. They're so long. I know. Mac dipped Brady. Yes. (laughs) We'd love to see it. At the end of the number, Butchie disappears. Okay, Butchie was such a big character in the first movie, and he is nothing in here. Yeah. He does have a couple lines, but... Also, like, I feel like the others should have disappeared before him. Yeah. If they were going, like, from back, like, background to main. Yeah, because he was more of a main character. Yeah. Well, like, why didn't Giggles disappear first? Her hips are too powerful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but she disappears with the necklace, so everybody's like, how are we going to get back? But then Layla says, y'all didn't have the necklace when you came first. How'd you get here that way? Surfboard. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they get the family surfboard that had the little emblem on it from the first movie. But there are no waves. So Brady brings Mac to his workshop and learns his secret. That he builds surfboards. Ooh. Like, really? Also, is is Brady so dense that he thinks this is, like, not a smart thing? He's literally writing, like, formulas and stuff in his book. He literally has algorithms and yeah, <laughs> and architecture th- stuff. Jeez. Men. 
So this okay. is when Mac and Brady promise that they're going to have no secrets in between each other. And they're all scared they're not going to get Tanner and Layla back because they're like, oh, my God, if the movie never existed, we never met each other because that's how we met. Honestly, everything probably would have been fine if they didn't take so long at the workshop. That's all I'm saying. You're right. You're right. Oh, they sing Meant to Be Again. And I just wrote, I'm so tired of this song. Want to watch Bratz? <laughs> I literally wrote that. I know. What, like, I've heard that song enough. And they even play, they play like the instrumental of this song at the beginning of the movie. They did it like, three oh, times in the last movie. I think this is enough. Mac tells Layla to change the movie. She doesn't have to continue to do the same thing over and over. Then they be struggling with that board. This literally is not surfing. There's handlebars. Hey, it's surfing without waves, Ivy. Yeah, they're, the hatch won't open on the surfboard for the little motor to run. And Brady, <laughs> Brady pops his head up and he says, I need a small Phillips screwdriver. You're in the middle of the ocean. What do you, <laughs> let me just, <laughs> let me just whip that out of my pocket. And of course, the hairpin always saves the day. Yeah, her good old bobby pin. But also, her hair was down. Why'd yeah. she have a bobby pin? Who knows? She's gotta keep, she gotta keep it steady. Oh, true. I said, if the movie never existed, which would mean you all never met, why tell her to change the movie? Oh, yeah. You're just screwing yourself over, Mac. She literally just told her to create the problem that they were trying to avoid. I mean, it all works out in the end, but you really just made that own problem. Yeah, you really just stacked another thing on that. (laughs) So the movie gets saved, and back on the beach, the dance is happening again, but it is with the theme that Brady proposed in the beginning. Everybody's in their costumes, they're projecting the movie on the beach, but we find out... Maya's outfit. Yes, but we, I want that. We find out that the movie is now titled Layla, Queen of the Beach. And it was ahead of its time. And now Mac is the stand, not Brady. <laughs> I know. Brady's like, oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, because Mac's the, like, this is my whole life. Yeah, in the first movie, Brady's like, West Side Story's the best movie to ever exist. And now Mac is like, uh-uh, Layla, Queen of the Beach is the best movie to ever <laughs> exist because I'm in love with her. But yeah, like you said, they, they re-meet at this dance yeah they're bonding over this movie i said that everyone at this party agrees that the biker clothes are cuter yeah half the half of them are in red and black and leather yeah it's a good it's a it's a good percentage of them wearing the biker clothes and not the surfer clothes i would probably dress up in surfer because i'm not trying to wear leather on the beach yeah you're right we get the song that's how we do This popcornography is a mess. Yeah. 
They feel bad for whoever had to clean that up. Honestly. But also, I'm craving popcorn now. I had some the other day. Bless. I bought movie theater popcorn, and I just, like, I can't make that happen at home. I said, so the movie change made Mac less uptight. (laughs) Oh, dang. (laughs) When she's dancing on that track, she's like, oh, sometimes you just gotta have fun. I was like, where were you the first movie? Yeah. Well, they switch switch parts, or they switched mindsets. The next thing I wrote just says, Ross on the truck, dot, 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 that's hot. He was pretty hot in this movie, I'm not gonna lie. That, I think because he looked, I don't know. I think it was his hair that didn't do it for me in the first one. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah, and this one I was like, oh, yeah, no, that, that's Ross Lynch. That truck choreography moment, I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> Oh, I said that this restaurant on the beach in this last number looks like it would be at a county fair. Yeah. Like, is that even a rec? That's just a shack. And then my last note just says I miss R5 because they were the song. The credit song. And that's that. That's the movie. (laughs) Real quick. So, Kat Chung underscore 17, Catherine, said that their favorite scene was the funny shower scene at the beginning where they didn't get wet. The movie characters. I did like that. Allie Harper said that her favorite character was Brady. Marianne said that her favorite song is On My Own. Claire Mayfield said meant to be. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Claire. It's not a bad song. It's just like I've heard it, it enough. for the third time. Uh, Instagram user say that again to my face. Said the fa- it says the favorite scene. The line, speaking of mangoes, I'm gonna go talk to Morgan. JK, but for real, a boob joke in a decom. I think that went over <laughs> my head. <laughs> totally, me too. I didn't even realize that. I don't think I was paying attention. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah, I definitely didn't even notice that. Okay, KDD said their favorite song is either On My Own or That's How We Do. Their favorite character is Brady. <laughs> Just a struggling teen in flip-flops. Very relatable right now. <laughs> yup. True. And then, oh, Katie said, P.S. I'm a new listener and love the podcast. Listen to uh, listen to it on the be- on beach from Croy... <laughs> I cannot talk. <laughs> you made fun of me. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Katie. She said, listen to it on the beach from Croatia. I'm English, though. That is so nice. I want to go to Croatia. It looks so pretty there. Let's meet up, Katie. Yeah. Kurt Hummel 2349 said that On My Own is their favorite song, Brady's their favorite character, and their favorite scene is the scene when Brady and Tanner were hanging out in Brady's work slash chill out place. Is that when uh, the pole scene? (laughs) That cracked me up. That was so funny. So funny. Kaylee said their favorite character is Mac. Yes. I, I think I do like I like Mac in this one more because she was so against it in the first. I was like, bro. All righty. Are you ready for a voice message? I am. OK, this voice message was sent in to us from Bailey Scarborough, and it's just titled Yes, Queens. I'm ready. You guys are amazing. You're complete queens. I love you so much. You're like my go-to tourist thing. It's so funny. You guys like have takes that I never would have thought of. It's so, so, so great. You got your priorities down. It's great. Um, 
There's a couple movies that I, like, need y'all to do. I really, really, really need one of Freaky Friday, Lindsay Lohan, please. Um, Also, you never did a High School Musical 3, and I don't know if you're, like, planning on doing one or what, but um, I really, really want one because that's my favorite out of the three, and Sharpay is great in that one. Julia Lester is queen, Dara Renee. All that need, all that needs to be said. Thank you. Bye bye. Oh gosh, that was so sweet. Thank you, Bailey. Bailey, we, that's so nice. We definitely were we are planning on doing a high school musical three episode. The well, only since we're done with sequels, yeah. We should do three next just for Bailey. Yeah. HSM three. Coming at you for you, Bailey. We Weren't going to do them all back to back. That was always our plan because we were going to spread them out until season two came out, which we initially thought was going to happen in the fall. But now we gotta wait a little longer. Yeah, but now we gotta wait a bit. So we will do that for you next week. We just didn't. No, but that gives also gives us time to do Freaky Friday because I actually just rewatched that. Yes. Oh, and we got Chad Michael Murray in that movie. And Take Me Away, which I always sing at the top of my lungs. That is, like, I think that's number one, the first song that's on my Disney Channel playlist that I have on Spotify. We also got a new review. I shall pull it up. Okay, it is five stars, titled Suggestions and Questions by Puppy Pal 08. It says, hey, Lauren and Ivy, it's Puppy Pal 08 again. Your show is still amazing. It never fails to amuse or entertain. It is so good. I might have a few questions for what you do after you... I might have a few suggestions for what you do after you finish musical decoms before season two comes out. One, you could take a Disney Channel show and break down the ideas and your opinions about it. That would be fun. Ooh. Yeah. We should do a show... Hold on. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Is Corey is Corey in the house on Disney Plus? I don't know. Because I've been kind of wanting to watch yeah, Corey in the house back. lately. I feel like I've never seen it on Disney Plus. Because we could break down. We could break down one of the shorter lived shows. Yeah, that'd be fun. Not something like Hannah Montana or Wizards, which everybody would expect. No, it's not on here. Oh. I know. Well, we will take that into account. Uh, two. No, that sounds so awesome. You could do other decoms that might not be musical. The only reason we've been trying to shy away from that is because there are so many other decom podcasts, and we want to let those people have their moment. Yeah, we'll definitely do some that you guys recommend. Though, like I'm so down for doing like Freaky Friday. Yeah, that's not a musical. <laughs> Uh, three, you could deep dive into your predictions for season two. We're definitely planning on doing that. Yeah. And we also want to include you guys in that. So stay tuned. We need to figure out when we're going to do that. Yeah. I also have a few questions for you guys. One, I just finished watching Austin and Allie and Liv and Maddie. Are there any other good Disney Channel shows that you would recommend? I mean, my go-tos, my number one is Lizzie. What else? I did a rewatch of Hannah Montana. What about the more modern ones? Oh, what about um, Girl Meets World? Girl Meets World is good. Um, I rewatched all of Wizards. I need to get on that. I loved, I love Wizards. That's probably my favorite series. 
yeah, Girl Meets World is good. Um, recently, Andy Mack was very good, but I don't believe that Disney Channel put all of the episodes on there because there was an issue with one of the cast members, so they took out a lot of the episodes that he was in. What's some other shows? I'm trying to think of... I didn't... I don't think I ever did a full watch of Austin and Ally. I would just watch it, like, when it was on TV. I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through. I was super into it at one point, but I really want to watch Corey in the house. I do, like, live in Maddie. I love Dove, so... But yeah, I'm all about the throwbacks. If you like animated stuff, I grew up watching X-Men Evolution. That was the X-Men that I watched as a kid. Mm-hmm. And that's on Disney+. Plus. Also, Lilo and Stitch the series. That was my jam. Oh, man. Freaking love that. Oh, Phil of the, Phil a, of the Future. Angel stuffed animal. Phil of the Future. Watch Phil of the Future. <gasps> yes! I started Watch re-watching that. that when Disney Plus first came out. Oh, I also re-watched Sunny with a Chance. Good. That's what I need to do. But just all the I oldies. I Wizards before I do Sunny, though. Yeah, I did Wizards before Sunny. So I would recommend Wizards first, rewatching that. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, not Sweet Life on Deck. That one's always good. Yeah. Just all the oldies. Just go for those. <laughs> Okay, question number two said, I also just finished watching The Cheetah Girls and most other musical decoms. However, I haven't watched all of them. Are the Hannah Montana movies good? Are there other decoms that I should watch? I love Hannah Montana, the movie. Definitely recommend that. Hold on, throw down. I could do that in my sleep. Yes. And other ones. As far as other DCOMs, Phantom of the Megaplex is my favorite of all time, so I recommend that. Cowbells, I just rewatched that. Yes! Stuck in the Suburbs. <sighs> wow. <laughs> I've been really. Lizzie McGuire movie. I think Read It and Weep is a severely underrated DCOM. Oh, that is so underrated. And Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. Miss Brenda Song has been my queen. Since day one. Oh, another decom that's one of my favorites of all time. Well, I mean, Minutemen. I mentioned that earlier, but now you see it. Well, I need to rewatch that. The magic one. Oh, yeah. love it. And Pixel Perfect. The crazy thing about Pixel Perfect is, do you remember when Disney Channel for the longest time on the weekends, if you stayed up until like 2 a.m., they would air a really old decom? Yeah. Pixel Perfect was not aired on TV for eight years straight. What? Until the new Adventures in Babysitting with Sabrina Carpenter and Sophia Carson came out because it was the 100th DCOM. So they were having like a run of every DCOM DCOM ever made. And Pixel Perfect was aired on TV for the first time in eight years. I do remember that um, when they did all of the DCOMs. Yeah, that was the first time that movie had been aired in so long, and I got so angry because that was one of my favorite decoms growing up, and I had it recorded on my DVR, and we switched cable providers, and I lost (gasps) it. So before Disney Plus came out, I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to watch it again. I didn't know it's on Disney Plus. I'm actually literally writing that in my notes to watch it next. 
I might watch it whenever we finish recording because now I want to <gasps> get a clue. Uh, honestly, just watch all of them. Gotta kick it up. <laughs> si se puede. Whoa, totally forgot about that. <laughs> just any of them from the early 2000s and the 90s. Yeah. Grade A. Watch them all. It's just like so nostalgic. Yeah. So those are my highest recommendation that's underrated is Phantom of the Megaplex. That's mine. We've been new. And then the last question says, if I want to watch the Hannah Montana show and the movies, do I watch the show, then the movies, or some other order? I think the movie fits somewhere well, in between the, the show. in between. Is it after season three? It's before she moves, it's, right? It's before they move to the new house. And that's just the last season, right? Because it's after yeah. she goes to Tennessee because she misses, like, horses and... Yeehaw, so they move to a ranch. Yeah, it's either at the end of season three or like a few within the last few episodes of season three. When you get to the point in the show that she's moving, watch the movie movie. and then go back to the show. Yeah, it's definitely before season four. So if anything, just watch it after you finish season three. I was rewatching Hannah Montana three or four years ago when it was on Netflix, and then it got taken off when I was in the middle of the show. I was pissed. And then the last thing they just said, thanks in advance for all your help. Never stop this podcast. It's so amazing. Oh, thanks so much. Thank you so much. Those were so fun to answer. I love throwing out recommendations and things. Yeah. Honestly, Ivy, we should make a list. We should. We should post all of our... We should, like, rate our tops and then post those. Oh, my God. You know me in ratings. That just made my heart stop. <laughs> now I'm thinking of Stuck in the Suburbs. I'm like, make a wish. You <laughs> Remember you, when I... Did when you know I, that was Drew? Huh? Did you know that was Drew? The voice of Jordan Cahill. Duh. Someone tweeted the other day that that was Drew. <laughs> but, yeah, we should do that. You guys are so nice to us. Honestly, you really are. We have so much fun doing this. Mm-hmm. And in a few weeks, we're going to be able to record an episode together. <laughs> Thank God. We, okay, we also need to do, we also need to ask questions about, for like our About Me episode. Oh, we do need to do that, yeah. I feel like we should do that when we're together. Yeah, we should. And a little spoiler for everybody, whenever we're together, we're going to be recording an episode with our first in-person guest. Yeah, because we had Mr. Jacob Heron on the line once, but that was over Skype. Yeah, so our first in-person guest is going to be our friend who we are meeting up with, Autumn. Miss Autumn. We are very excited about that. But yes, thank you guys for always being so nice to us. Yeah, and especially for that review and for Bailey for giving us that voice message. I love hearing voice messages. I love it when y'all send voice messages. But yeah, go ahead and... Catch up with us. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, both at Just for a Podcast. We're doing High School Musical 3 next week for Miss Bailey. So make sure you guys answer our questions on our Instagram stories. I'll definitely put that up early because I know all of you guys have a lot to say about HSM 3. This podcast is distributed on Anchor, which is a podcast app where you can record and distribute your podcast to wherever podcasts are heard, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts, which is where that review was left from PuppyPal08. And if you all want to leave a review, send some questions like they did, or 
write a little comment, whatever you want to say, you can do that on Apple Podcast. Another thing you can do on Anchor is send in a voice message just like Bailey did. And that link will be in the description below. We love to hear what you all have to say. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, until we do High School Musical 3 next week, um, keep watching some stuff on the silver screen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> God. <laughs> we should, like, do a compilation of you your pauses and then you figuring out the puns at the end of every episode. (laughs) It takes me a minute, especially with the movies that I'm not that familiar with. Also side note before we end, I have like only 10 pages left in my notebook. So I'm going to have to start a new notes. Oh snap. Well, all right. We will catch you all next week for high school musical three. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.